to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 444 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of randomness, technology and life as we march towards episode 500. Yes, yes. Uh, December next year. Okay, uh, while I think about that, it's uh, just mind-blowing. Yeah, 444. I know, I know. It is, it is actually mental. If you, if, <laughs> mental. You said, if you said we made 100 episodes, I'd be like, yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> I don't know. We, well, we've done 100 good ones. <laughs> don't be like that. 25% is not bad. They're all gold. They're all gold. Hey, this week, we went to the Home Kills screening, which yeah. is a Kiwi film, which is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I, I was pretty impressed with that too. Um, it was not what I expected. No. Based on what you told me. <laughs> well, that's what I got told as well. Yeah, 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 I yeah, thought yeah, it yeah. was a bit different. Yeah, I, and not just you. I'm pretty sure Nathan said something similar when I was talking to him on the set of Surgical Precision Yeah, about what, it, what to expect from home kills. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was quite different from what I expected. I expected a much lighter, comedic, yeah, I think that's what. Type, I, yeah, yeah, um, almost black sheep type comedy style yeah. thing in, yeah, in my I, head. I think that's what I was thinking as well. It's um, much more a drama. Yes, yeah. it is much more a drama. So this was at the New Zealand uh, International Film Festival. This is their yep. festival run here in New Zealand. I don't know where else it's going. I hope it gets a proper release because yep. it, it, I think it. It's really uh, high quality. Yeah, no, it, it looks good. It's well filmed. The acting's fantastic. The story's good, well written. Um, and the story wasn't like super complicated when you break it down. When you think no, about it, it was really simple. But there was complexity. Yeah, there. yeah. And it made it worked well. You weren't going near the end going, oh, like. Yeah, although I will say, and I don't want to give anything away, I was a little ambivalent at the end. Like, and they all lived happily ever after. And I'm like, yeah, I, I don't know if that's a good thing. I, I, I have the feeling that he's more involved in things now at the end. Yeah, I, know. I think he took over from the other guy. Is ah. the is the gist that I got? Because they I hadn't thought of it like that. Because they yeah. say that other guy's gone. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. I think he's uh, involved somehow now, without giving anything away. That's yes. what I was thinking. So, yeah, so it, it, it that's a good thing though. What I'm saying is that. Any film that leaves you feeling one way or the other at the end yes. is a good thing. It's not, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, it's good. So Home Kills, check that out. Yep. Um, if you watch it closely, you might spot me in there lurking. Yeah, yeah. And I also got to see, because I hadn't seen it since last one, was Jail Baited. Did I see that before our last episode? Yes. Oh, We've okay. spoken about that. Okay. All right, then. We won't talk about that again, then. No, we won't. <laughs> Although I did get a gif out of it. <laughs> did, did you read the script for the new one? Oh, I still haven't. Oh, you should read it. It's, it's interesting. Basically, it's three characters. Um, and, and we're playing one each. Yeah, apparently Graham's got this grand uh, grand uh, idea of potentially making a bunch <laughs> of short films for the Misty Flicks Film Festival, and we, we, we appear in all of them. <laughs> or are involved or something. I'm not sure yeah. what his plan is. He's... He's a crazy old man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool. Um, so, no, that, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I want to go on to straight on to rant mode um, for a moment. Okay. What the hell is it with Messenger? So, 
I've got messengers. This, this is an old person rant. Are you going to go yell, yell at the cloud soon? <laughs> okay, carry on. Sorry, face, Facebook Messenger. Meta yeah. Messenger, whatever you call it. Yeah, anyway. Well, yeah, whatever. Who knows? Um, I have Messenger Lite. Now, a while back. As an app, eh? The app, Messenger Lite. Okay. I'm pretty sure you told me to put Messenger Lite on. Sounds like something I've This was a say. long time ago. And so that's cool because I was like, I don't want Messenger on my phone. It's bloatware. It's spyware. It's I just don't want Messenger on my phone. Mm. But so many people are using it. And they I'm use like, it all the time. Oh, and you can't. At, at, back in the day, you could actually go on a Facebook <clears> and check your messages on Facebook on your phone. You can't do that now, right? Yes. Okay. So anyway, so that's cool. And then this morning I get the message. Facebook Messenger Lite is getting is being grandfathered or disappearing or dying or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to have the new messenger. Zuck's out there killing it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. What am I going to do? Do I get rid of Messenger? And there's still far too many people who freaking use it. You'll, you'll have to tell. It's annoying. How dare, they, how dare they be annoying? Uh, no, I think you're just going to have to download Messenger. That's the answer. Uh, I had to download WhatsApp because people are using it. Oh, I don't have WhatsApp. I got rid of that because I had. I think only a couple of the cousins were using it. Yeah. Um. I, but yeah, lots of, lots of people using all sorts of different things, which yeah, is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, I use Telegram, which you put me onto, and we use that for D and D. WhatsApp is for one group of uh, people in the coaching group with me, so it's really just them that's on there. Yeah. Uh, sort of annoying, you know, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Anyway, that's my old man rant. Amazing and thrilling. We need a jingle for the old man rant. When, dun, 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 is, that, is that a jingle? I don't know. I don't know about a jingle. That sounds terrible. <laughs> hey, do you know what sounds terrible? What? This uh, this bloody spider that's turned up in, uh, in Australia. So uh, they found it in a box of bananas, I think it was, from Brazil. The spider. Okay. And it's got a um, when when it's so deadly, you, you think it would have a really good name, um, but it's not. It's got a dumb name. It's called the Brazilian Wandering Spider, so it's living up to its name, I guess. <laughs> uh, one of its side effects, Chris, is it'll give you a painful erection, permanent. A painful permanent erection. Yeah, it goes on for hours and hours, and it's so painful that you're just, I don't know, knocking things Chop off. Chop it off. Chop yeah, it off. Yeah, maybe. So it's a bizarre side effect, and some scientists have studied it as part of um, <laughs> trying to get the- Viagra treatment, basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, exactly. yeah. So they yeah, found it, but we, they- we can give them the treatment, and they get it, and they love it, but they die. <laughs> Pretty much, you can, uh, yeah, you can have rapid changes within thirty minutes of blood pressure, heart rate, blurred vision, and convulsions. Doesn't sound good. A store manager discovered it while inspecting a shipment of the fruit, and they had to evacuate. Uh, the whole thing. Actually, talking about so, that, uh, where was that again? Australia. Oh, it was in Australia. Yep. Uh, which has got like deadly spiders and stuff anyway. So who cares? Yeah, but they don't give them a hard on though. And those Australians, man, they don't want hard ons. No. <laughs> talking about this <laughs> vaguely, went to get petrol the other day while I'm at work. Go there, the petrol station's turned off. They they just yeah. what they do when a petrol station closed at night, they'll have the lights on inside. Um, cars outside everywhere, but they turn the forecourt lights off. So it's really weird. But this one was all coned off. So I was like, oh, they're closed for some reason. This is not good. So I go to the other petrol station, which has also got all its lights off, but the lights inside are on, but they've got barriers up. 
And the dude that works in there, night shift, is sitting in his car outside at the petrol pump, locked in his car. And I've dealt with him a lot. So I was like, hey. And he's like, oh, hey. So he unlocks. I said, what's going on? Oh, we're fumigating. Okay. Are they fumigating at the other place? Nah, they should be open. I said, nah, they're closed and boarded up. I don't know. Thanks, BP. You're the best. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, both of them. Because really, whatever. It's terrible. Um, have you seen that this Wellington escape key? Um, I've no idea what thing. it means. Okay, all right. So uh, you can click on that LinkedIn link in there. I don't, I, have, I, I don't. Will it show me? Because I don't have LinkedIn on my phone. Oh, it's a, This is the. This is a video of it. Yeah. And so they put this. Um, oh yes, no, I have seen it. Sorry, this big yes escape key. Yes, yes, that yes, you yes. Lean on. Uh, with your entire body weight by the looks of so it. So it looks like a giant yellow computer key that's escape. Yeah. Sorry. I to, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, I did see this. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So you start talking to it and you press the key and something amazing happens on the on the billboard above. Do you see what happens? Not much, isn't it? Doesn't it say? It says their name. Yeah. And we have the escape for you. Go to Wellington. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So there's a woman there dressed in yellow, and she sort of says, uh, what what job do you do, mm. basically? And then they must be thinking. So I, I, the, I saw a comment, and somebody goes, it would have been really good if they actually had people that worked in different industries there. Or there was something else. I can't. I think that's what they said. There's something else that they should have done. Well, they if they this- had images on that freaking billboard, yeah. it would have been good. Yeah. They, no. I mean, the right, it's just writing. They spent all the money flying this button and the woman to New York. Okay? Do you know how much that billboard is costing? They probably go, do you want text or image? Well, what's the difference? Oh, I don't know, $20,000. Oh, okay. Text it is. Yeah, yeah. And and I think they went, do you want colour? No, no. Just yeah, make that's it gone. black and white. Black and white. New Zealand. <laughs> but people... Absolutely, like Justin Flitter shared this on LinkedIn. This is unrivaled execution. Like these people that shared this, I saw a couple of times, were like, this is the best marketing you could ever get ever in the world. And I'm like, okay, it's okay. Yeah, I I, don't get me wrong. My initial impression was, oh, this is a pretty good idea. I I like it. It stands out. It's virally, um, the the video at least is viral and, and that sort of thing. Yes. But. When I saw that billboard, I was just like, oh, you just let me down, bro. That's right. <laughs> we are hard to please here at the Chris and Sam podcast. So uh, that's, that's because of our high, high standards of excellence. Uh, that's right. Hey, uh, here's something that you shouldn't be doing. Next time you go visit a sunflower field, try not to get naked and take photos of yourself with the sunflowers. I can't think of anything more off-putting to somebody than uh, looking at a photo of me naked in a sunflower. I want to say, I'm going <laughs> to throw it out there. I think really hot people do that. Like They're like, yeah, um, I don't know. But in, <laughs> in England, this guy at Stoke Fruit Farm uh, has said, hey, look, can you stop doing it? So I've got signs that say no public nudity because people are just stripping off and taking photos of uh, themselves in the sunflowers and he's like hey look we're a family run type of thing please don't do this during our public sessions please um i mean it's obviously happened enough for him to make some signs oh about six, honestly, about six what, times honestly what he should do is have nude day 
He should have a nude section. Yeah, well, well a nude day. Right? Off it's, just, it's just one day of, a, of the month, yeah. and you can come and be mm. as nude as you like. And uh, I've sent the kids and wife away. And- oh, so the reason he's got all these sunflowers and they've been doing it is six years ago when he and his fiance uh, got married, he planted them, but they didn't bloom in time for the nuptials. They went away on the honeymoon and they came back and they were still there and uh, set up a little honesty box. And now people travel all the way there to go check them out. So they were doing that at Tolpity. I think I mentioned this uh, a couple of years ago. We went up there. Yeah. I think um, said something about it. Yeah. And they were charging like $5 per sunflower head, I think it was, or something silly. FPOS machine on the go, ready. Huh. If you got the land... Easy. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Hey, did you hear about this um, swimming champs in Hastings? We didn't talk about that, did we? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. What have they been up to? Um, Are you a swimming champ? Oh, great. I didn't save the link. Brilliant. Okay. Um, but anyway, so basically, as, as I understand it, they have this they have this particular swimming competition. They only have it once every, oh, maybe every year, but you know, people that enter it, um, it's a national event. You know, they they train for years to get there and all the rest of it. Okay. It's a big deal. It's a big so it's a big at, event in the swimming calendar. Big big event in the swimming calendar. They're having it in Hastings this year. I assume it moves around and they're okay. having it in Hastings this year. Brand new pool. The pool has only been there like a couple of months, just been finished. It's a brand new pool. Okay. And so they had this big event and they overchlorinated it so much that people were sick. People were sick in the stands. What? Uh, oh, my. They, there was still a couple of swimmers that broke some records, but a lot of swimmers were just like, I can't even, I can't. And yeah. What? This sounds like the pool guy that we've got at my house. <laughs> Shout out to the pool doctor. He's not a real doctor and I don't know what he does. Um, he's probably gone down there to sort it out. God. Well, that's crazy though, because like. You test the water and the test tells you what to do. And when you've got a big system like that, I assume it's computerized or you get a big sample somehow. And yeah, it says, and it's not like... And they've got big um, pumps and machinery and filters that are, must be, at that scale, sort of sort of um, sorting itself out a little bit. Yeah, you would think, okay, so new pool, okay, takes a bit of getting used to. Maybe. I'm assuming they didn't like finish building the pool the day before. It's like a couple of months, I think, at least. We, in, in we, assume, we yeah, assume. We assume on the days, like, oh, pour, <laughs> pour in the chlorine, bring the truck in. Yeah, and to me, the logic is you get it to a certain level and then you tweak it up and down and up and down and up and down, and you've got a bit of time I, and you I get think, there. I don't even, I think at that level, it should be perfect from the get go because there's people out there that do know what they're doing. I don't know. That seems weird, especially for such a big event. Yeah, so, it was, it was someone really should have got fired. I yeah, yeah. Um, so it was it was quite. There's talking about that. Uh, I don't have a link, so you just have to listen to me soothe you with my words. There's a guy that pops up on my Instagram reels, and he's this young guy, and he's always got crazy stories. Yeah, and he's like, oh, back in whenever they opened a brand new airport in Canada, right back in the 80s or 90s, and the day before they opened. They were doing training with the Canadian Air Force flying around, and they had a, um American plane. And it was quite an older plane. I can't remember what it was. Uh, it, uh, like, I can't... It's not a modern plane. It's something from the 80s. But but not military, just a normal... No, military. Oh, military. But it was sort of like a jet fighter of, of the time. But I can't yep. remember the name. It's that uncommon to me. Anyway, they said to him, the radio mum says, hey, before you go, can you do a flyby? Uh, like, you know, real low. Yeah, sweet, I can do that. 
So he comes in real low, boom, does a sonic boom, basically, blows out all the windows on the side of that airport, bends all the beams... And basically destroys half the airport. Two, <laughs> two, two and a half million dollars. And it took him a year to fix. So it just reminded me of that. <laughs> that's, that's worth remembering. Uh, speaking of, while we're on the pilot um, front, yeah. did you see the story? It was, on the, it was on the American news. This pilot lost his rack, got it out an axe and started Hang hammering on. on. How big's this plane? It's not in the he's not in the plane. Oh, the sorry. car park. It's in the car oh, park okay. of the airport. Oh, okay. And and you know the gate? The yeah, the bar yeah, the that comes thing. Yeah. Um, um thing that comes down? He's wailing on the still in uniform. Wailing on this thing with an axe. Because it won't it's, open. Um yeah. So he's backed up in traffic. There's this traffic pole behind him. There's another lane that's going through, and he just comes out with this axe, and he's wailing. I've got more questions why he has an axe with him. Like, how often do you have an axe with him? It was in this car. Of course it was. Did he Did he get through? Uh, apparently, in the end, yes, yes. Actually, if you're that angry, just drive into it. They break off, don't they? I don't know. I think so. But, um, yeah, he, he got arrested. Um, the, the security guard grabs the axe, and he's grabbed the axe, and then neither of them are letting go of the axe, and he's like, until the police came and let go of the axe. Oh, my gosh. That's mental. Um, but, yeah, you, would you want to fly with that pilot? <laughs> well, I assume he's stressed out. Yeah, exactly. They had a guy on, uh, they interviewed some dude um, from, you know, the pilot association going, oh, I'm pretty sure you'll get a bit of stress leave and uh, uh, he'll gonna, be fine. I'll ask one of our listeners, Brett, I know you're listening. Uh, you're a pilot. Do you run around with an axe <laughs> in your ute? I wouldn't be surprised that something in the back of your tray of your ute or on the back, back seat. Well, you know, random people do have random things, so maybe. They sure do. <clears throat> Did you see much of this um, uh, Tropical Storm Hillary, I think it was, that hits? California. I heard, I just see the thing where people are like, oh, Tropical Storm Hillary's coming and then nothing happened. That's why it's on social media. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know. You uh, tell me. Quite a lot happened. Okay. <laughs> so basically. I've seen more about the Hawaii fires. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they had, um, I think, a year's rainfall in six hours. Mm. And their soil situation is basically hard packed. Yeah, yeah. Concrete so, dirt, you know, so like flash clay. floods, I guess. Yeah, so a lot of flash floods, mountainsides crumbling down oh. to, um, you know, rocks and all that sort of stuff. Good times. Um, but I was thinking um, deeply. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay. <laughs> why didn't they? Because they keep having droughts there. Why didn't they just take a lot of freaking trenches? So, you know, wherever they've got space to dig trenches. Maybe there's no space. Well, yeah, uh, it was pretty rural. Most of the places I oh, saw okay. that got that got hit, like obviously it hit town as well. But town's sort of built for that. Like they've got storm drains. That, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, it's where it's outside of town that's a mm. problem. And that got me to thinking. Okay, more th- more if, deep thinking. More, more deep thinking yeah. is why don't they make you know the lake thing right? The, Dig a decent sized reservoir oh, right. and capture yeah. some of this water because yeah, yeah. we're always talking about how we're running out of mm. water. And that made me think. Oh my god, there's so much thinking. <laughs> going. Yeah, that if you put a bore down mm. from this reservoir you build, because they keep talking about the the um, using up all the underground water what from is, the aquifer. Aquifer. That was the word I couldn't remember. Uh, right. Aquifer. Yeah. <clears throat> so using all the water in the aquifer. So why don't they replace it? Mm. 
Uh, the problem with that, I realised pretty str- quickly, was that it would be dirty water going That's into That's what it. I was just going to say. The, thou- the millions of years to have it purified through the rock, and here's Chris with basically a giant plug hole. Just <laughs> put it in there, mate. Don't worry about the dirt. Yeah, but I do think there's something there where we should be using these additional weather runoffs to somehow replenish the aquifers and find a way to do that. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Um, have you been using AI as a sexing tool? Is that what this headline, little, this little note here says? No, 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 You're no, like, no, 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 no. Uh, hang on, that one does have a link, right? Yay. What's happening there? No, it's, um, well. Yes? So everyone's talking about Snapchat's AI um, chat bot gone wrong. Rogue. Oh, has um, it? Yeah, I don't know. But seriously, um why are we getting Rexford? Uh, I'm reading this thing real quick again. On the Daily Mail today, we uh, it talks about AI girlfriends. Yeah, okay. So AI, this this article is just about AI could be a part, major part of our personal lives. So you see, you can get these uh, AI girlfriends now. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. Um, so. The setting up a girlfriend, the making the image, I assume it's just like a computer game where you go, your yeah, yeah, eyebrows yeah, exactly. bigger, smaller, yeah, yeah. whatever. Yeah, rah, you, rah, rah. You, you make the perfect person. Yeah, and then they text you. Yeah. And so they're texting each other. And one of them was sexting, and they ended up turning it off. And people got really upset and went into mourning for their I, yeah, now I'm, defunct girlfriend. And I'm just like... I, what? Yeah, I'm sure they this happened a while ago as well. Uh, or no, didn't the girlfriends get more meaner or something? I think they cha- their personality changed because they tweaked something. Because there is a couple of companies that have been around for a couple of years now doing this. Yeah, um, I, I I hadn't come across it, and I just saw it, and I was like, stick sexting at the best of times is I don't get it. Like, I don't just, get it. Oh, you're just not talking to the right people, Chris. Yeah, I'm old. You're old. Um, yeah, so, well, yeah, it's probably why I'm single. Um, I, <laughs> I don't get it. So the idea of a robot sexting me is, like, just one more step. Like, I still don't get it. <laughs> I think it makes sense for some people. Uh, I could see it working. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, it says here, like, it's the lo- like humans are lonelier than ever. Like, and AI can mimic human behavior better than ever. So that makes sense. I think when it's going to get weird is when we have the um, the uh, uh, Boston Dynamic walking robot thing, and that'll just be like with a skin suit on it, and it can do everything around your house and other things. <laughs> like the attachments. Like, because that's where I'm assuming that's where we're heading. They've got those robots that can do almost everything now. You've got the brains that can almost do everything. We just need to match them up. And somebody's probably doing that. Have you seen that creative guy on, uh, I don't know, TikTok or something like that? And he's programming AI in that. And he's got a robot, um, a robot woman behind him pole dancing. No. He's got a room that's set up and he's just, she's just like on a loop. She's just like pole dancing the whole time. And then he's got another one doing something else. I think he's got three of them in the room. And they're like, like moving around and stuff <laughs> while he's programming. I can't remember what his deal is, but I just remember seeing that as a visual. Oh, that's crazy. Um, did, you, did you hear anything about the Russian moon mission? I just heard it failed. 
But yeah, I don't really know exactly. what happened. I heard it failed. I'm like, I didn't even know they were going. So they didn't tell us anything until it crashed. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. Russians crashed on the moon. Um, so they crashed into the South Polar moon. Now, we've talked about this before, I'm pretty sure, or at least I've talked about And the Chinese there lurking? No, they're on the dark side. Oh, yeah. And we were talking, I was talking about the uh, North and South Poles, how much water they uh, contain. Yes. And if we can prove the water there, well, well, they have proved the water there now, um, that it's enough to sustain life and to fuel Mars missions. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, to use that the, the water from that. So my question is, how do we know they crashed? Oh, no, the, the, the other scientists would have seen it or the radio telescopes would have picked up on it. Like, I believe that's oh, happened. I There's no conspiracy there. I don't know. Then what are they going to do? They're going, oh, by the way, <laughs> we're here. No. Uh, no, I reckon they no. just dynamited something. Everybody thinks they've crashed, and they're really they're just mining that. No, water. no, no, no. I think they crashed. I think that they pushed the envelope very hard. They did it for the initial space race, you know, sending people and monkeys and stuff into space, never to be seen again. Mm, um, whatever. So, you know, and they've got some clever people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Yeah, okay. they got them from Ukraine. <clears throat> That's right. They get them from wherever. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. What is the razor? Oh, what is this? Okay, I see your name mentioned in a Wikipedia. What does that mean? In the title, your last yeah, name. Yeah, so this is something Carl brought to my attention. Um, yeah, this is it's sort of funny. Um, so Carl, Carl gets me to read this thing, and the funny thing is, it's a philosophical razor from okay, uh, nineteen eighty or something like that. But it's something that I've said to him many times, and I didn't know this existed. Hang on, really? Yes, seriously. So he found this, and he goes, somebody's pulling my chain. Hanlon's razor, because it's in the Wikipedia as Hanlon's razor. Excellent. <laughs> and, and he goes, Chris, did you like modify jam, this? jam this up for me or something? I'm like, God, I've never seen that before. But basically, um, where, where does it say it? Right at the top. Right at the top. No, it says Wikipedia is not for sale. Okay. What it says is, is an adage or rule of thumb that states, never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. Yes. And I've said to, because in, in telecom quite a lot of times, I'm like, no, 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 no. They don't hate you. They just don't understand what's happening, is, is the way I would usually say it. Yeah, yeah. Which is exactly that. And I was actually, apparently got sort of famous for that <laughs> there. And then the cow comes up with this Hanlon's razor, and it's like, it's a thing. It's been there for yeah. decades. They said it's probably named after Robert J. Hanlon, who submitted the statement to Murphy's Law Book 2 in 1980. Yeah. So it's not the oldest, but no, no. similar statements have been recorded since at least the 18th century. Yeah. Where they would have used more flowery words, where they said, blah, 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 they're an idiot. Yeah, but the fact that it's Hanlon's razor in Wikipedia, I'm, I'm sort of I don't know if you, can cla- you can't claim it. <laughs> I'm not claiming it. I it just sounds think it's like hilarious. Okay, very <laughs> good. It's hilarious. Anyway, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, um, what else was here? I don't know if there's anything else. I don't know. No, I don't think there is. Okay, uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> Who was I talking to uh, the other day? And they go, oh, yeah, 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 you and Sam, Trello this, Trello that. Who put that on there? Who did that? Oh, is there any more on there? We'll leave that one till next week. I'm like, 
do we say that a lot? We're pulling back the curtain <laughs> and, you know, this is the tool that we use. Um, so uh, I have next week off. I am on leave next week. Exciting. Which is incredibly exciting. Um, and I'll be working on my stand-up, my comedy stuff, I think. Uh, oh, how's the, the improv thing going? Uh, so I didn't go What's last Sunday. I don't think there was one on. Uh, if there was, I missed it. Okay. But, but it's on this Sunday with my team and stuff, and we'll see how we go. But we've got dates now of when I should be performing at the um, Meteor. Meteor. I almost called it the Metro. The Meteor. Don't go to any other one. Just go to the one that Chris is in. Yeah, I'm in two of them. Three, 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 three out of them, yeah. six or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's uh, four teams, and it's a round-robin competition, and so I'm on four nights, three nights of, of those. So, yeah, uh, we will put some notes on that in the show. Also, of course, uh, stand-up comedy at Ha Ha Hamilton in Navarra Lounge is this coming Wednesday. So anybody interested? Adam? McFall, I mean. One, one of the Adams. <laughs> one of the Adams. Adam McFall's uh, come to, to a couple with me here to miss last one. Um, and what else? That's it. That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Still don't have a car. I know. How's that impacting you? How are you feeling? Has it caused you problems? I just realised. No. The, the only thing is, <laughs> it's bugged me. I'm going to have to get you to take me out to Gilmore's because like, oh, I can I can cycle everywhere. I'm not cycling back from Gilmore's with the shit I get from there. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the that, that's the problem. You can you can get to Gilmore's and back, but when you've got a twenty kilo bag of rice balance on your shoulders, yeah. Plus, you know those those frozens. <laughs> they won't be frozen. No. But okay, we, back. we will we will tease something up. Maybe we'll record something. I don't know. Okay, until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.